Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 113, and tonight's topic is snowfall. It is officially our last December Friday of our snowfall in December's that we have been having every Friday where we talk about snowfall, but we will continue. We will definitely continue to keep it up on Fridays. I am so excited. They have already announced that Snowfall is on its way back. So it'll be back on February 23rd, and we have a lot to look for um, for this season. And we'll get more into that towards the end as we get to breaking down what we're thinking going to happen and, you know, our theories and predictions of what may happen with season five which i am so excited about happy new year by the way we are getting ready to walk into 2022 and 2021 was very interesting it was very interesting i've had i had a lot of changes come out of this year and i'm excited for 2022 i'm excited about you know having my podcast going now i started it in may this means like the world to me like my, my I love my podcast you know so just with the the moving out of state uh starting a, a new place of employment writing my book creating this platform it, it, it's it's been a lot of changes this year you know and it's been very interesting and I'm just trying to you know look positive and looking to grow more and more and more so I always just want to tell you guys thank you for your support I thank you so humbly um for tuning in checking out my recaps checking out you know, whatever I talk about, thank you so much for your support. And with 2022, with the television shows that we recap, we have so much more to talk about. And, you know, not only are we looking forward to Snowfall, which is one of my favorite shows, um, I'm not for sure what when they're going to drop it, but they're working on the Narcos for Griselda Blanco. That probably should be coming, I'm thinking, probably by November. Um yeah, I'm probably thinking about like next November of 2022. That's probably when it might drop. They haven't really announced the date yet, but that's a lot of times when they do drop their narcos. And then we have the whole stars journey. You know, we support everything 50 Cent over here. So we have after Power Book 2 returns from the winter break, then we're going to go straight into Tommy's story of Power Book Force. And then he has the Snoop Dogg trial. He's turning that into the television show from 1994. Um, we also have BMF returning. We have Power Book uh, 3, Raising Canaan returning. He has the Flores Brothers. So Stars will definitely keep us busy over here because we'll be recapping all of that. And not only that, he's doing a BMF docuseries and he just announced a whole nother TV show and this will be about a female cast. And um, I forgot the name of it, but that's coming as well. We have our Big Sky still, um, Queens, just so many shows that we'll be uh, getting into. We'll be doing documentaries. I have something really special to look forward to in February that we'll be doing as well. I'm going to be doing <clears throat> doing something special the whole month of February. So we have that to look forward to. Just good, big things coming. You know, I'm so excited. Uh, please forgive me if my voice sounds a little hoarse. I'm, you know, all this list stuff going around right now i'm fine it's just sinuses for me but the weather changing i just got back from in town so i hope you guys enjoy your christmas as well um and with all the weather changes and allergies and everything my nose is all plugged and you know sinus is draining so that's why i sound like this but you guys know what i have been talking about coming back on for new year's eve as promised and then i'm one finna leave our snowfalls this is what we do over here on this platform so i definitely was getting on tonight but yeah it's been a really interesting year um a lot of a lot of changes a lot of growth a lot of growth for me especially like a lot of growth and i still have a lot of more work to do i have a lot more work to do with my um 
my plans that I have I want to do on myself as a person. So I'm just looking forward and just going in with my head up high, positive energy, good vibes, prayed up and everything. Um, It was so sad because I grew up on you know, Golden Girls. I talked about it when I did my 90s television show podcast. And Miss Betty White died today at age 99. And she was just two weeks away from turning 100 years old. She was the last Golden Girl living. And she passed away today. She lived such a long life and seen so much. She was in Hollywood for so many years. Such an icon, such a legend. I grew up on the Golden Girls. Like literally, uh sometimes if I lay in the bed and cut my TV on, I'll put it on the Golden Girls. It's one of my favorite shows, you know. And you know, she was still active. You know, we've lost a lot of good legends this year. It's been it's been a like I said, 2021's definitely been interesting. Um uh, we lost so many people uh, in the industry icons, you know, it's just been, it's been a really, a really tough year. We lost so many people, you know, there's so much going on with the pandemic. Uh, it's just so much going on. So, you know, I'm wishing you and your family well, uh, healing, positive, good energy, you know, wishing you a blessed year, just walking into 2022 with your health, your family, you know, your mind, your mind is so important. You know, I'm just wishing you all well, wishing your families well. Let's try to strive for better. You know, you know, 2021 might didn't go your way. You know, you might be feeling down on your luck, but I'm telling you, sometimes you just got to reevaluate, think and be like, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm going to put my mind to something and do it. And I'm going to walk in there with my head up high. And even if I fall down, I'm going to get my ass right back up and go for what I want. And you can do it. You know, it's so much going on with depression. People are not where they want to be. So it's about to be a brand new year, guys. Like, you know, I get it. Sometimes, you know, things can be rough. And uh, let's just say we're going to walk into 2022. We're going to have positive energy. We're going to look for the best. We're going to say, you know what, we're going for this. And it's not wait till tomorrow. It's not wait for next week. Just say, I'm doing it. Get up and do it. And you can do it. You can do it if you put your mind to it. You know, it's so much going on now with depression, um, people losing income, losing family members. It's just so much going on in, in the times that we're living in now. So I'm just wishing everybody a happy and blessed new year. Um, be safe, have fun. You know, me, I said, I'm in the house tonight. I wanted to record. I wanted to write. I just wanted to, you know, be in the house. I didn't really want to get out tonight. So I'm in doing our snowfalls as promised. So I didn't mean to ramble too long. It's just I really wanted to thank you guys for your support. I just really wanted to just say, you know, you nobody knows what some people don't have anybody to talk to. Or, you know, they might just need that uplifting uplifting word they might not be don't get to hear it from anyone else and I just want to let you guys know that you guys can do it even if anything everything is not going your way right now just never give up and I know sometimes it's so easy to do I've done it myself I procrastinated for things I've wanted to do for years that I've never did and then I just started doing them and now I'm very you know just happy with myself I don't have a you know everything I want but just to start doing the things that I've been wanting to do, it gives me a peace of mind. So if you have something you want to do, it could be a podcast, it could be a book, it could be, you know, starting a business, it could be, you know, starting a new place of employment, it, it could be, you know, wanting to get out and just be any type of artist or any type of entrepreneur or say, I want to learn how to do this. Never let anybody knock you off your hustle or your grind or your ambition because, the little things can knock you off. Just say, you know what? I'm doing it. Don't say I want to do it. Say I'm doing it. Get up and start making those steps and it'll all fall in line. And if it's something that you really want to do, it'll come. It'll definitely come. So 
I hope you guys continue to tune in for 2022 for all the things I have coming with this platform. And, you know, keep tuning in each week. Um, I just thank you as always. You can always uh, hit me up on social media. I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram is uh, Alicia Shanice Reviews. Don't forget about those Spotify playlists. They're all public. Um, They're all under Shanice Loves. And if you type in Shanice Loves, like 80s, you'll see a a playlist populate. It'll take you to the rest of them if you uh, click on the picture profile. All my playlists start with Shanice Loves. So it's like Shanice Loves 80s, 90s, hip-hop, all of that. They're exclusively on Spotify. I've made all of my music playlists public. If you want to email me, it's Alicia Shanice Reviews, um, 13 at gmail.com. And, you know, you can hit me up on the Instagram or the Facebook if you choose. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We can go ahead and talk about the show because I don't know if you guys feel like being here all night. <laughs> I don't want to have you guys here if you don't want to be here all night. You know, I don't want to be here too long. You, you probably like, look, I came to talk about Snowfall and I hear all this stuff. <laughs> but I do guys, I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas as well because I haven't been back. I haven't been on since I think the day before, uh, I think it was the 23rd. And actually, I had to edit. I was going through some old uh, pods and I was editing a couple things and I had edited something and messed it. I had to un- um, unpublish it and then I had to publish it back out. So it looks like one of those uh, snowfalls is going to be out of order um, because I had to fix something and upload it back up. So that's why um, it was one more snowfall, I think from season three or season two that was uploaded after if you guys was like, this is not season four, but I had to edit something and put it back up there. So on that note, let's go ahead and jump into the show. You guys got time to go grab you a drink, some water, some tea, some wine, roll up you know do whatever you do before (laughs) because we're about to get into it we're about to dissect it and we're about to do what we do over here on this platform so let's jump into the show and talk snowfall name is your niece and she's the one her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So this is season four, episode five, titled The Get Back. Now y'all know when it left off, we seen that Leon, Fatback, and Little Man, they went over to Scully's grandmother's house. They had the big shootout, and baby girl, she got killed in the back, and they dipped off. We had discussed it as well, where I was saying Leon never, ever wanted to kill a kid. This was something that he never had intentions on doing. Not only that, but... This makes it even more harder because not only is it Scully's child, but it's man boy's niece. And it's just all bad because this is totally out of Leon's character. This is something that, you know, he never wanted to do. And he was only retaliating. It's not like he went looking for trouble with them. He told Franklin to leave that shit alone. And Franklin did not do that. And, you know, they came after him. They shot Wanda, and now they came to get get back. He had no idea a kid was in there, and when it when it went off, we could see how distraught he was. So it opens up, and we see him and Fatback, uh, Leon and Fatback. They setting the car on fire. They trying to get rid of all the evidence because it's a five year old girl who's dead, five year old little girl who's dead. Oh. That's not like killing, you know, a blood or a crip or just a dude, you know, another hustler. No, that's killing a kid. So when you kill a kid, you know, the cops is about to be all over. They looking for them. So 
they said they set the car on fire and Leon is like, look, we got to split up. I cannot go back to the projects like this because everybody know Leon run the projects. They they going to figure out it was Leon who was in the car. So they they going to know the first place to look for him. So he like, you know what? We got to split up. And Leon is still like a good dude. Like the first thing he thinks to do is he gives uh, Fatback some money. So they take off. And not only that, <clears throat> of course, people going to know it was Leon because they left a witness. Not only any witness, they left her mother, somebody who they know is going to come back for vengeance, which is, you know, it was a debate when this, ha when this came out <laughs> last year, like, should he have killed Khadijah? Because, you know, you had already went there with the daughter and that would have been better off just killing her, but... That was like a high up debate, but I'm happy that they did write it this way because this is the things that do a lot of times when these shootouts happen, it's always the innocent people who get killed. And a lot of times it's children. So it, you know, I, I was happy that they wrote it this way because it showed the real effect of some, of somebody, you know, panicking, like getting caught off guard. He had no idea that little girl was in the back seat and it showed him just freezing. And he was so, you know, caught in shock. That's what made him just freeze. And Fatback had to get him like, Leon, what you doing? Let's get the fuck out of here. You know, they had to throw little man out the car and take off. So it showed more of a realness on just showing how shocked he was. And he just wasn't murder, murder, kill, kill. After he seen he killed the little girl and just was willing to just take out her mama just like that. It was more of a shock and, you know, caught off guard by what happened. So I'm happy that they did wrote it like that because it was more realistic. And that's one thing about Snowfall. They are so realistic and so head on about things that, you know, that truly happens, you know. So we get into the next scene. And we go to the hospital and we see Khadijah. She's sitting there and she is just looking like, you know, she's out of, she's just out of space. You know, she's in a zone. Like she's sitting there looking like this is, this is not real. You know, my, my baby girl is not gone. And as she's sitting there, Scully comes in acting a damn fool as he should, you know, but he come in there, hell, he lifting up every, um, you know how they got the bodies on the stretchers. Cause they're like in the morgue, morgue part and he's lifting up all of them. Like, where my baby at? Where the fuck my baby? You know, just acting a fool. And she just, she can't even shake. She can't do nothing. But just look like she's in a daze. And as soon as he, you know, lifts that covers up and sees his daughter's, you know, little shot up body there. He breaks down. He goes straight over to Khadijah's laps and fall out just crying. And, you know, with the first couple episodes this season, we seen what type of father he was. It was like when he was with his daughter, he was somebody different. They even showed him, you know, combing her hair, you know, being that father, not the, the crazy one that we seen. Like when he was with his daughter, he was something, you know, else. So we know the type of love that he had for his daughter. Um, and we get into the next scene and we see Leon goes to his mom's house. So as he's, you know, sneaking in there late at night and looking for a shovel, she comes out and the first thing she say, true to form, like a, like a black mama do say is whatever mess you done got into, don't bring that in here. And, you know, he like, look, I'm about to go. I'm just looking for, looking for a shovel. And she like a shovel. She like, don't go up there in my backyard digging up stuff because it ain't nothing back there to find. And we find out, like, he like, mama, shit, I had $20,000, you know, buried back there for emergency. And she like, I had emergencies. Your sister's got di dialysis. The other sister got bit by a dog. Hell, I have emergencies all the time. Now, I have to say, in my honest opinion, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. Because... Can't have it both ways. If you, if you know you're living off your son, dope money, whatever, because he bought the house for her, and he leave money there because in situations like the, the lifestyle that he's living in, they do need money put up. 
for cases like this, cases like when they get arrested, anything. So she shouldn't have took that money. And if she had to take it, she should have went to him and I'm sure he would have gave it to her. But it was fucked up because now he's like at the worst part he could be and he need the money and she's like, I don't have it. And little do you know, you can't stay here. And he like, hold on, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even have this house. And we got to go back to season one when he got shot by Lenny. Was it? Yeah, when he got shot by Lenny, remember when Franklin went to the projects to see him it was all of them in that one apartment in the project so you know as soon as he got his money up he did put his mom and all his siblings in the house so I just didn't think she should have took that money myself and you know she like you can't stay here I love you but I have to look out for your siblings that live here the little ones whatever she hands them some money in child, she takes off that damn robe, putting the robe on him. I don't know what the fuck the robe was supposed to do. I guess keep him warm, but she gave him the robe, and he 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 left. He left. So we get into the next thing, and we see Khadija is still at the hospital, but she done went outside to smoke a cigarette. You know, she got a lot going on, and as she's sitting out there, we see Man Boy shows up for support and you know just wanting to show his respect for his sister and you know the loss of his niece and you know he wants to know like who killed my niece who who did this because you know all the bullshit we done been through it's on i want to know who did this and make sure they feeling the same thing she feeling and you know by this time they beefing because scully's her child's father uh Man boy done shot all up at the house, but, you know, he says that he knew she wasn't there. We learned that he raised her and their other siblings. Um, you know, we learned that they used to be real close, but they had this falling out. And she like, don't try to use, you know, my daughter's death as, you know, a get out of jail free card. I bet you ain't even know her, her, her fucking middle name. And then he like, I did know her middle name. It was mama middle name. You know, it was, you know, Tiana Shantae. So they kind of talk a little bit because it's been so much bad blood. Remember since we seen at the end of season three, when he was down there shooting up the bottoms. And then this is why all of this mess started in the first place is because they wore, they was having that war against Inglewood, the bottoms against uh, Compton. So all of this shit started because of them anyway. And she was caught in the crossfire and, you know, went with her man. So, uh, she tells him basically it was Leon. If that was off screen, we see that, you know, he found out it was Leon through her. But we go into the next scene and we see Leon. It's a lot of y'all. Oh, my allergies is bothering me. If my voice sound a little, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But I was not about to miss my podcast family tonight. I'm like, no, it's New Year's Eve. We about the pot. We about the fucking pot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, we get into the next scene and we see Leon laying low. He's under like the underpath and he laying there with that damn robe on. Look like he freezing. We see some other homeless people out there and they trying to keep warm, but they like, you know what? It's one of the dudes like it's colder than a than a demon's pussy outside. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of cop? Oh, okay, sir. But he like we going to the shelter, and you know they all get up and leave, and Leon leave and go behind them. So we go into the next scene, and we see Man Boy goes to visit Franklin. You know, he go down to the club and we got, you know, Franklin, Louie, of course, Jerome, they, they crew. And, you know, he go up in there and he like, you know, my little five-year-old niece was murdered. Uh, and, you know, it's funny how tragedies can bring family together because me and my sister weren't speaking. But, you know, but I, you, you know who did it? And then Jerome like, Daphne, motherfucking die. <laughs> And he like, nah, it was your boy Leon. And when my people messed up, I brought him to your doorstep. So I expect that same courtesy. I want Leon. And, you know, Franklin don't really say nothing. He just look. Him and Louis both just look. And, 
you know, man boy walk on out, so I said, y'all have a blessed night. So after he leave, you know, they immediately go to conversation. Because soon as uh, he said, you know, his five-year-old niece was murdered, you seen Leon. I mean, you seen, not Leon, you seen Franklin's face like, fuck, you know. Especially when he heard it was Leon. And after he leaves, Franklin, Jerome, and Louis, they talk about Leon's fate. And Miss Louie, she just was straight cold with it, wasn't she? She like, this this sounds like a Leon problem. And, you know, Franklin, at least he got the decency to say, well, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, us going after them, Leon wouldn't even be in this mess. He ain't want nothing to do with it. But Louie still ain't trying to hear it. She just wants to basically hand Leon right over to them. And I think that's bullshit you know <laughs> I think that's bullshit if we go back to season one a lot of stuff Franklin got away with he wouldn't even got away with it without Leon having his back the shit with Lenny and Ray Ray the shit with Carvel you know Leon was his day one and when he shot Kevin and killed him when he was at the hideaway spot who was right there helping him get a getaway car covering for him in the projects when they was you know word was worn around town that it was Franklin and it was out of jealousy. Even though Leon loved Kevin, he still covered for Franklin there. And that's something that we're going to look forward to in season five. They say that Kevin's brother will be coming on to season five. So I can't wait to see how they do that in season five. <clears throat> but like I said, Leon been Franklin day one since the beginning. So I I I wasn't feeling Miss Louie, and Louie's one of my favorite characters, but I wasn't feeling her her attitude on let's just hand him over like that. So we get into the next scene, and we get a Gustavo. We get a Gustavo scene. His drunk ass and broke into his sister-in-law house. She in the room sleep, you know, as soon as she hears some noise, she instantly panics. I mean, of course, she's a woman, you know, in there with children. Not only that, it's the middle of the night, you hear this loud bang, and your sister just was brutally murdered. So, of course, you're going to think to, you know, jump up and be all panicky. So, she called the police, but when she goes out there, you got Gustavo, drunk ass, out there playing with the kids. Because, you know, he did. He has missed them, of course. You know, they had grew close you know, ever since him and his brother got back on good terms, he feels very sorry for them. So, of course, you know, he's in his feelings. He's drunk. But, damn, Lee's knock on the door and let her know you're out there. Shit. So, when she go out there, she trying to calm him down. Uh, she letting him know, like, you know, it's not fair for you to be walking in and, in and out of the kids' lives like that. Like, they need consistency. And as she's trying to talk him down, he trying to dance. The police show up. And this goofy motherfucker, he charged at the police. Talk about, I'm CIA, punta. <laughs> and then they take him in, as they should. <laughs> as they should. I'm like, if Gustavo don't sit his crazy ass down. So... We get into the next scene, and Alton arrives at the shelter. And as he's, like, you know, checking in on everybody, making sure, you know, who's supposed to be there or who is there, he comes across Leon sleeping. So it cuts to the next scene, and we show Irene walking in to work. We see her boss has been demoted or laid off because they're doing cutbacks because their paper is, you know, not doing good right now. So they need a big story. And what does Miss Irene have? She has a good story because she got all of that information from Tony Moreno, Lorena's handler, who was a DEA agent, and he's letting her know about the contras the cia teddy so she has all of that and her boss is like you got something don't you she like even though this happened to me no you still do what you gotta do so we see the guy who's gonna be taking her place temporarily we see the publisher there and they like you got something and she like yeah so she takes it back there and it cuts to the next scene <clears throat> and we see 
<clears throat> Franklin shows up at the shelter and you know he wakes Leon up and when Leon wakes up you know we can just see he's a mess he's a mess and he's just like what up saying but it cuts directly to the next scene and we go and we see the lady who works at the hospital uh one of the nurses she brings them a bag of Tiana's last belongings to Scully and Khadija and, you know, she's letting them know, like, you guys have been here all night. You guys need to go get some rest. And, you know, Khadijah's been in these clothes all night. You know, she just, she hurt her, her baby died in her arm. She's just a mess. She needs to go home. And Scully is just like, I ain't going no fucking where, you know. And I just felt so bad for Khadijah. I felt bad for Scully, too. But, you know just to be laying there in those bloody clothes all night and just witnessing what she witnessed and having her baby die in her arms. And, you know, it was just a lot. And Scully, you know, he like, I ain't going nowhere. So we get into the next scene and we see Franklin and Jerome. They take Leon to one of their vacant apartments that, you know, Franklin and Sissy have. And they just they they're not really saying too much and leon is not really saying too much leon is a mess and you know he tells them thank you but he like you know you think y'all could let me hold a piece or something just for protection it's a lot of people after him so of course he gonna want protection so jerome ain't really saying too much but he hand over that piece and when they walk out, we see Franklin like, look, how how you how what you thought, what you think of how he acted, what you you know, and Jerome like, look, I know that boy my whole damn life. I ain't never seen him like this. And you know, when you kill a kid, some people don't come back for shit like that. And with the type of heart Leon has, if you go back to season one, this is not him, you know. So this is you this, you can tell this has messed him up instantly instantly as soon as he got out and got the busing and he seen what he did it instantly messed him up so we get into um the next scene <coughs> and teddy picks gustavo <laughs> teddy picks gustavo up from jail and he like look bro i know you got a lot going on but this shit here this can't happen. <laughs> you charging that police talking about you CIA? Uh, nah, bruh, bruh. You you can't. You, you we not doing that. <laughs> like we ain't doing that. But he like you know what? But the kid, you know, he needs he, he's in trouble. So let's go see what the kid want. So they leave and you know go meet up with Franklin, and back at the hospital. We see they take Tiana in to start her autopsy. And as soon as they move to Garney, Scully gets up and acts a damn fool. And people act like this. People act like this. And these people ain't trying to do nothing but their damn job. And he up there yelling about to fight the damn doctor, about to fight everybody in there to that big-ass security guard. <laughs> and then Khadijah ass went off like, look. You about to sit there. You about to let these people do their job. You about to shut the fuck up. You know, Khadijah, she let him have it as she should. She's been sitting at this hospital for these many hours all night in these bloody clothes. No, she needs to go. You need to let these people do their job. And, you know, he's just acting so just off the wall. You know, of course he's upset. But he like, you don't need to do no damn autopsy. She got shot. You know, just going off and you know, the dude is trying to tell him, like, sir, and, you know, he was about to beat him up, that police, that, that security guard came, no, like, he wanted to roast Scully, <laughs> but, um, Khadijah went off, as she should, <clears throat> so we get into the next scene, and we see Franklin meets up with Teddy, and he meets up with Teddy, you know, to see if it's anything he can do with his connections to help Leon out of this situation, so, Teddy agrees that, you know, he'll look into it and see what he can do. So we get into the next scene and they have a meeting <clears throat> at the paper. <clears throat> By now, Irene had handed over all of her, her work. <laughs> 
and they all of they they all of their mouths are just about drop when they you know putting all this together. But you know the boss is letting her know the publisher is there. And he like with this type of information, this can't just be hearsay. We gotta have more information. We gotta have more stuff. You you got, you got somebody who's off the record at that, and this is the government. No, we can't just put this out like this. We got to we gotta get more information before we do it. But, you know, they all for it because this could help the paper out. And this is a big story. This is a story that journalism does. You know, they do want, of course. You know, this could break somebody's career right here. So we get into the next scene and we see Leon falls asleep. <clears throat> and as soon as he falls asleep, he's having a nightmare of Franklin, you know, coming back to the apartment, killing him. And then it turns into Khadijah, you know, laughing, crying over his body, then laughing, talking about, look, Lee, you's a dead motherfucker now. Where did that come from? That's the saying, too. I know it was on a song back in the 90s. I'm just trying to remember which one right now. Uh... Was that Death Row? Was that off Death Row? I can't remember, but that's definitely off a song. Yeah. Um. So we get into the next scene, and we see when he wakes up, <clears throat> Sissy is outside when he looks outside the window. And this was an interesting scene when she was outside talking to the neighbor, um, one of her tenants, I should say. And they're like, you know, I'm, no, I'm sorry I'm late on the rent a couple weeks, but I'm out for a job interview, and Sissy, like, no, you know, a couple weeks is fine, just don't, you know, be too more late, you know, good luck, you know, just see how um nice and warm she is with the tenants, and we see a whole different Sissy and how she's handling things from when she um, ran the apartment complex when she worked for Mrs. Topewig, for Mr. Topewig, remember Mr. Topewig, the asshole, remember how he treated the tenants, and we see what, you know, her and Franklin, they are doing for the community, they letting people you know be late because it's no jobs you know in the 80s it was a recession and you know employment had got cut back some so we see that they're looking out and trying to help out the other half that franklin is not destroying with the poison <laughs> so <clears throat> that was just a good thing to see with sissy especially from when you go from when she was at the apartments in season one and she um when Leon sees her coming in, he kind of looks. He don't know what she's about to say at first. And, baby, this scene right here. this scene was sad this scene was sad when i first seen this scene um last year <laughs> earlier this year ah child i cried <laughs> sissy walks in the house and you know all she can say is she likes sit down have a seat sit down and you know he sits on the floor and when she sits on the couch and she pulled out that damn comb I'm like, she about to braid his hair. And, you know, he just kind of laid back and she got, she hugged him. And it was what he needed. It was that enduring, motherly, loving hug that he needed that he wasn't able to get when he went to his own mom. You know, she was just like, what did you do? Don't bring that shit in my house and leave. She, you know, her rope was her hug. And, this is like what he needed. And we seen that motherly side of sissy because, you know, with Kevin and Leon, they have been Franklin's best friends since they were, 
you know, little boy. So, you know, that's like a second son to her. And that scene was so touching. And the monologue is with, you know, Nina Simone. And that song is so beautiful. And it goes straight on over to it shows him crying, you know, and even um, the actor who plays him, Isaiah, he is such a good actor. Like Leon is my favorite character, but even when he shot that scene, you know, he, him and Franklin, they go on Instagram a lot, Instagram live a lot, especially after shows, after, you know, they show airs that week. And he was saying how that was his favorite scene to shoot out of season for like he really enjoyed that scene he always wanted to do like an emotional monologue scene and he did that and it went straight into Khadijah and she's just you know this, the music is still playing and she's just sitting there you know looking in the straw she's made it back home and she's looking at her daughter's clothes you know that scene was very very strong so we get into the next scene and we get Gustavo and Teddy they talk and you know, Teddy tells him, like, look, Franklin, he is in trouble, and it's the kind of trouble that I can't do anything about. And, you know, Gustavo lets him know, like, I'm sorry about what I did. However, I will be on board and do whatever you need me to do, but I need some money to give my family, you know, give, you know, my sister-in-law to take care of these boys. And one more thing, I need you to find Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> so we like Lucia. So I'm pretty sure um yeah. He's looking for Lucia. He's looking for Lucia. And everybody's probably wondering like you know Lucia the last time we seen her was the end of season two when she was crying over Oso after he got stabbed. And all we know is that she nursed him back to health and she disappeared, which was so strange for how much she fought to be with him, you know, killing her family to stand by his side. And then, you know, she could have got away when they had him in custody and she went back. Even after she knew she was in trouble, you know, she killed Pedro. So is I can't wait to see what Lucia, you know, I'm sure she'll be back. I'm sure she'll be back. So we get into the next scene and we see Franklin. He goes to his mom's house and he likes, so you went to go see Leon. And she like, he is no different than you. And he thanks her. He thanks her. So we get another scene and we see man boy shows up at the bottoms. And as soon as he walks in, Scully like, what the fuck? Oh, so you just want to come rub it in my face, huh? Because, you know, they've been shooting each other, back, shooting, you know, shooting at each other back and forth, killing each other, Conrad's off, um, Scully hanging his boy up, you know, crucifying him, just all this type of shit. And then now y'all want to come together, but if y'all just could have talked it out in the first place with all the blood being shed, y'all wouldn't be in this place. But now, you know, they there. Temperatures was rising at first, but Khadijah calmed that shit down like he came here neutral to just to apologize you know and you know scully sits down and he does say like you know what you told me not to have her around this shit you know you did tell me that i didn't listen but you know man boy ain't even trying to hear all of that right now he like you know what forget all of that this was my niece this was your daughter i'm here and we need to get payback you know so we get into the next scene and child <laughs> Irene and went to the prison. She then visited the two brothers from Columbia who's supposed to be a part of the Cali cartel. The ones who, you know, got Matt all coked up and stuff and was doing too much and Teddy got him locked up. And we see they ain't changed not one bit. <laughs> and they also done been in there and, you know, they ain't got a phone call. They have not got a trial. Just some unconstitutional shit. And we got Irene. She's a journalist for a dead-end newspaper that's, you know, barely open. And she's making promises that she knows she can't keep you know but she get more information from them because they're like we ain't snitching we ain't doing nothing she like well what if it's not snitching if you just you know telling on somebody who set you up so we get into the next scene and we see teddy meets up with franklin and louie they let them know they found the fingerprints on the bullet <clears throat> and they know that leon was there Franklin is pissed and we see 
Leon's mom, she's sitting at home. She like, you know, with the kids <clears throat> and the news is on. And who face comes across the news for wanted for killing a five-year-old? Leon and Fatback and her heart drops. Then it goes to show Sissy and Alton and, you know, they heart drop and face drop and out and get up. And then it show Louis Franklin and Jerome them. They watching it and it is just, everybody is just shocked and pissed off. And, you know, first thing Louis can think to say is she, she cuts that, she grabbed that damn remote, cut the TV off. She like, look, Y'all just need to let them know y'all found them somewhere to go, drive them far out, and do what y'all got to do to them. And I was just like, uh, damn, for, for, for real, Louie? Just, just drive them out there? Okay. Okay. So we get into the next scene, and we see Scully, his ass in the living room. Him and man boy in there like they're the best of friends. Man boy in there, you know, he drinking on his little 40. Scully, Scully drunk, smoking weed, sherm, whatever the hell he on. Getting uh baby girl face tattooed on his back. Khadija come out that damn room. <laughs> and we see who runs shit. Khadija come in there, come in there as she should, going off on both of them. And letting them know, like, uh-uh, I want, she, like, I want that nigga Leon dead and the fat one, too. And Scully gets up, he takes off, and we see Leon, he's, like, pacing around the apartments, but he's outside. And when he looks in the inside and he looks at the news, all he sees is his face plastered across the news, and he dips off. And then when Franklin them, they goes back to the apartment. And at this time, we don't really know what they're going there to do the first time you watched it. And when he gets in there, he just panics like he gone. And it show Leon going back to his house. And he, um, you know, rumbling under, under his couch where he had money stashed at. He bag it all up and leave. But when he leaving out, Scully and his main homeboy out there, he like, yeah, that nigga go right there. And they get the shooting. He get the running. And as he's running off... Jerome and Franklin, you know, they pull up to say today. So we get into the last two final scenes. We see Irene gets the okay to go ahead with the story. And she still needs like a missing link, somebody who 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 will say something. So but she gets okay to, you know, to go ahead and start working on it and doing it. But, you know, she still needs somebody to talk on the record. And we get into the last scene. <clears throat> Man, boy, and his crew meet up with Franklin and his crew. And he like, I see all y'all, but I don't see no Leon. You know, this gonna mess up business. I remember a time you had Inglewood, Compton projects everything and you know franklin he like well truth you know truth be told i never came to you looking for business you came to me and no matter what i got the plug and <clears throat> man boy like look when my people's messed up i came and gave them to you on their doorstep and then franklin like yeah you did but that's the difference between me and you, Drew. I don't give my peoples up. And he's like, oh, that's because it's family. And he lets them know, like, look, say, you breaking your own rules because you always have this shit I didn't agree with, but I always respected it because it was never personal and only business. So you breaking your own rules. And don't worry. We'll be seeing you. So, you know, a little lightweight threat, you know, man, boy, throw out and, you know, they kind of peel off. We got Louie in the background looking like a gangster and Jerome standing there and some other little scrunchy dude we ain't seen yet. So, we know it's about to be even more war because he won't give up Leon as he shouldn't. 
<laughs> he should not give up Leon. No, Leon is your day one. You figure some more shit out. You got him in this mess. You know, I, I, he was wrong for killing a little girl, but the little girl, they shouldn't have had her. For number one, they should not have had her in a car with all of them dudes knowing they had that much heat. And not only that, if they knew they had her in a car, as soon as they seen Leon, they ass got to spraying too instead of skirting off, getting rid of her, and then going back handling what they had to handle. So <clears throat> it was just a lot to layer there. You know, everything about this was wrong. No kids should be caught in this. And this happened so much. But when you look at the dynamic of it, this would have never happened with Leon if Franklin would have left shit alone. Just left shit alone. He had nothing to do with it. If that was between man, boy, and Scully doing all that, he should have let him did it. As long as they was paying him his money, he had nothing to do with it. And when he put insert himself, they knew Leon was his main man. They went after him. So, you know, Leon was getting payback as any one of them would have done, you know. But that was my recap <laughs> for episode five of season four of Snowfall, which is my favorite show. I love me some Snowfall. So we will pick back up Snowfall next Friday. And I want to take my time and continue dissecting season four um, slowly and thoroughly. <laughs> I'll be back on Sunday for another podcast. Um, we'll be discussing something else i haven't really decided yet but i want to do something because our power is still on winter break but i still want to bring content um and i've been off for a week due to the holiday and i was out of town so i'll be back on sunday as well i hope you guys have a beautiful new year you know happy new year positive vibes let's just walk in with our heads head up high you know Let's make this 2022 we out. We getting we getting busy. We getting to our goals. We getting to what we wanna do, you know, and we ain't let nobody we ain't let nobody step on our dribble. We just we up on it. Feel me? So thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. I'm saying that so sincerely from my heart. Like you don't understand. Thank you so much for your support. I love, you know, <clears throat> having my podcast. <clears throat> if you guys been rocking with me since I started in May, I've been telling you guys how the content world, I've been wanting to get into it for so long. Like, it means so much to me. You know, even when I first started it, around the first time I started it, one of my favorite podcasts was going through all that turmoil, which was the Joe Button podcast. And I'm just so happy to see that, you know, even with all of that, we see Joe, he's brought in, I, if you listen to Joe Button, he brought in Ice and Ish. And they got parks, and they still doing their thing. And then, you know, even with the bad blood with him and Rory and Ma, they're doing their thing. And everybody's doing their own thing, and that's okay. Stuff happens. Sometimes, you know, friendship and business don't mix or just anything. You know, it's just so many people. Sometimes you have to walk away from them, even if you don't want to, to get where you have to be in life. Don't let nobody hold you back because it's, sometimes it's just that one person holding you back from getting to where you have to be. And sometimes you just got to love them from a distance and, you know, do a friendly cutoff. You know, it happens. But that was that was one of my favorite podcasts. I love their chemistry. Um, I still listen. <clears throat> I love the podcast world. I love the content world. So, yeah, I'm just so happy to finally be a part of it and be doing something that I want to do. It means the world to me. So, Happy New Year, you guys. I'll be back on Sunday. And it's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.